That's fear. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. You're back where it's at, and it's time to chat on the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. We chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. We keep it real and true while we do what we do. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T, the show designed with you in mind. It's June 29th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mate, the late activist Stokely Carmichael. Today on the national calendar is National Camera Day. On this date in history, Charles Dumas became the first person to jump over seven feet in U.S. Olympic history. Our trivia today in honor of African American Music Month is that in the 50s, Lena Horne was blacklisted as a communist over her participation in the civil rights movement and her friendships with fellow activists Paul Robeson and W.E.B. Du Bois. Also, Stevie Wonder led the campaign to have Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday designated as a national holiday. And UPenn graduate John Legend turned down admission offers from Harvard and Georgetown at the age of 16. The theme this month is justice in June. All month, we've talked about the fight for equality and equity as the country and much of the world are awakened to the impact of racism, prejudices, and bigotry. While many stand together, there are those that are trying to desperately hold on to their perceived power and supremacy. Where justice is denied, where poverty is enforced, where ignorance prevails and where any one class is made to feel that society is an organized conspiracy to oppress, rob, and degrade them, neither persons nor property will be safe. Frederick Douglass. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. We are currently accepting sponsors and releasing advertising spots. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Make note, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists, and I look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track is Trending News and Hot Topics. Let's go back in time when you and I were uncomplicated Let's go back in time Before I felt what I felt when you did what you did that night Once upon, upon a time I thought you were the man in my mind But oh With our eyes, but our hearts lead the way blindly. Time travels. 
bitch when I let my guard down Damn, I would've thought about it, uh-oh ears on blast this will go real fast as we cover today's quick bits we're going to take an opportunity moving forward to focus on news that you may have missed that we may not see locally or didn't hit mainstream media like lebron james said that colin kaepernick deserves an official apology from the nfl georgia governor brian kemp signs a hate crime bill into law the new law requires additional penalties and sentences for any crime motivated by victims' race, religion, natural origin, sexual orientation, gender, or disability. There are a lot of perils from police brutality to the coronavirus to gun violence. Chicago is still experiencing the pain of violence. I read a Twitter post that described a three-year-old being shot and the next day a 13-year-old was killed in her home by a stray bullet as she was trying to teach her mom to dance in addition to two other teens being shot that same evening. The writer urges the mayor of Chicago to treat gun violence as a public health crisis. 104 people were shot over Father's Day weekend in Chicago, including 12 minors. NASA is to rename its D.C. headquarters after the first black woman engineer, Mary W. Jackson, and Morehouse College will honor athletic scholarships despite the decision to cancel fall sports. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, listeners, it's that time in the show where we review trending news. And today I have with us none other than our top investigator, most often investigator, P.I. Pam, and we're excited to have back with us Tip and Tarika. So I'm going to start off as we cover trending news. It's just the main things that we've been talking about week after week. But I want to know what you all think about this whole COVID-19. Y'all been disrespecting the Rona. Now she's mad and uh, coming back hitting us hard. But folks are going out about life as usual. While people are out here still getting sick, people are dying. Half a million people have died, and 25% of those deaths have come right out of the United States. So right now, 36 states are reporting the surge of new cases, and I'm confused. Are we just going with survival of the fittest? Are we going to try to band together and slow down the spread, or what? I personally think that we open things up way too fast because we went from being closed you don't understand like we went through phases because people were not abiding by the phase rules. You know, they mm. were still out with no mask and still out in groups of 10 or more. So it just, it's never have stopped and it just keeps getting worse. And I'm not going anywhere. No time soon. Okay. All right. I'm with you on that, Pam, except for to my essential locations that I've been going to. And also, 
I think there's some confusion about the mask. You have people talking about, I'm not wearing masks. I'm not wearing masks. That's my right. That is your right. But if you're not going to wear a mask and you are somewhere close to someone who is wearing a mask, at least give them their six to 20 feet. People don't even respect that. If you're not going to wear the mask, don't wear it, but give people their space. Well, as of Monday, June 29th, masks will be mandatory in Nashville. So I wonder how long it'll take before it spreads across the state. We want to know your thoughts, listeners. I have a poll posted on my website as well as social media to learn more about your feelings on whether masks should be required. And so, of course, as always, some people think they are smarter than the scientists. They want to have their cake and eat it, too. I see that three people have died and one is permanently blind after drinking hand sanitizer. And this was reported by CNN. Well, I do not advise anyone to drink hand sanitizer, just like I didn't advise them to drink bleach or anything else that people have said to deal with this corona. I mean, they say, wash your hands. You know, use hand sanitizer, wipe things down. Nowhere in there has it said drink anything. I think people are trying to come up with their own solutions. And I have a solution. Jornigan. What is Unity. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Well, they're blaming a lot of the spike on young people, gathering, socializing, and partying. And keep in mind that the young people might be okay. But then they're taking the virus home to the parents and the grandparents. And it seems like they really just about to eliminate all the elders. And Florida and Texas are being hit hard. Florida has banned alcohol consumption in bars. And I guess this makes sense because there was a bar in Michigan where 85 people who visited that bar came down with COVID-19. So they've been asked to self-quarantine, although I don't think they will. I don't think they will, and that's a lot of people to be infected, and they said that they see the numbers going up because they're still waiting on test results from some more people that were there. And it just goes to show how fast it can spread. If one person has it and is asymptomatic, they can be around other people who may have underlying health conditions, and they could catch it. And then they go home, they infect people. It's really pointless at this. It's just crazy. Well, do you think people's just giving up? I mean, I kind of want to. If that. I get it, I get it. If I don't, you know, they just, I, I, I kind of want to believe they're thrown in the towel. It seems like it. You know, there was a case here in Knoxville where a person continued to go to work, even though they tested positive. And I think people going to keep doing that. People who feel like they need to continue to earn a living, take care of their families or what have you. And I understand that. They may be asymptomatic or they, might have light symptoms and it not bother them too much, but they're not going to say anything. So they're just going to keep going to work. But like Pam said, they don't understand how quickly it spreads, or they're just thinking about self-preservation and not thinking about, well, I'm going to give it to this friend, and this friend's going to take it home and give it to their parents, who in turn might go visit their grandparents, and those grandparents might visit. You know what I mean? It's a cycle. You know, I don't want to pass judgment, but it seems a little selfish. I agree. I agree, too. Well, they say we're going to get another stimulus check, and I was getting a little excited as there was hope that it would give more financial relief to those who 
have suffered as we battle the pandemic. But then I read that it may not happen because the country gained 2.5 million jobs in May and the stock market looks like it's holding on. Well, I just have one thing to say about this stimulus and all this corona and everything. Why this didn't go on when I had four kids under the age of 18? You know, now they're all grown, and what is my extra food stamps for my two that are college students and had to come home from college, and they eat too? They're not supposed to eat because they're over 18 because everybody got extras. And here I am. They grown now. Somebody give me some kids, please. <laughs> you know, there is a gap because you needed to be 17 or under or file taxes. So that left out a lot of kids who are in college and parents that are supporting them. And then, like you said, Pam, when the pandemic hit and colleges started closing and kids had to come home, well, now you have this extra expense of feeding your college-age kids but they didn't get the stimulus, nor did they qualify for the EBT support. Right. They sure didn't. So they're, like, stuck. Well, I still don't know how we're going to manage to go back to school. And then I'm trying to figure out how in the world can we have equitable education. It is no way that each household has the wherewithal, the time, or proficiency to provide each of their children the same level of education across the board. I don't see how that can happen. I keep throwing it out there, keep waiting for a hint of a solution. Crickets. Yeah, I don't see how they're going to do that either. And they're talking about staggered days. They're talking about having different kids sitting here spaced out. I just don't see how it's going, how it's going to work. But you two are the educators, so... um Rika, what do you think? Well, I definitely think they're going to have to try something. From what it sounds like and what the stats look like, I don't know how they're going to work around it. Now, I, we all was hoping that this time of year that it would that we wouldn't have as many cases, but we're not. Looks like we're still, you know, our, our numbers are gaining, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. But I know one thing, I'm ready to go back. And I'm going if I'm the only person that's going to be there. Well, you'll be safe that way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think about being at work all day and the educators having to wear a mask? And I've been practicing. And each time I can wear it a little longer, but I have not yet attempted to keep a mask on for eight hours or more. I don't know how they're going to do that because I work going in the grocery store, going in and out of places, no longer than about 15, 20 minutes. I cannot imagine wearing the mask for an hour or more. It feels like someone is covering your mouth with their hand. I don't know what kind of mask people have. I mean, I know there's different kinds of masks, but and I have several different masks, and I do not feel any relief you know, with any of them. So I'm not sure how that's going to work. I hope it does, but I just don't see it. I mean, it makes you lightheaded, unless I'm the only one. But even well, 30 minutes, I'm gasping for air. But, you know, when we go to these fast food places or some of the stores that have mandatory masks, they're keeping them on. Yeah, but I've noticed them under the nose, around the I, – I mean, they're not yeah. – <laughs> I've noticed – 
said, they're not wearing them appropriately because I was in the bank and they supposed to have them on, but I saw several noses and chins. I mean, they're not wearing them how they're supposed to be worn. I mean, I, I know they have to breathe and lift them up or pull them down a little bit just to get some air. That's understandable. But all day long, I just don't know. And then the little ones, I mean. They're definitely not going to be able to keep masks on all day. And actually, mm-hmm. I think I read for really young kids that they've advised they not wear them at all. I guess it would mainly affect, I'm not sure at what age they say to start wearing them. But regardless, if it's difficult for us as adults, I really can't see it. But I'm anxious to hear what we're going to do. Like Teresa said, we're ready. We just need to know what to do. And I'm concerned about the possible gap in learning and equity in education. So I hope that there are some thoughts going around about that as well, um, just to make sure that all of our kids have a fair shot. And there may not be a perfect solution, but if we can level the playing field just a bit. All right, so we're still in the midst of civil unrest as people continue their protests and such, you know, but racists continue to make sure we still know they're out there. I have read where several police officers have faced disciplinary actions for for being heard saying racist things. Three police officers in Wilmington, North Carolina, have lost their jobs after the discovery of one of them saying in a video recording that it would take a civil war to eliminate black people. Then he used the N-word, and then he said he was willing to slaughter them with an assault rifle that he planned to buy. Yet, we aren't supposed to be afraid of the police. So, you know, we've been going back and forth with this. Let's not insult our intelligence. We know our police aren't bad. We just don't know which ones are. Right, we can't single them them out, and you have to think about if it wasn't for people videoing or they're coming through on the radio or somebody recording them, we probably wouldn't know this much. And just think about how much we don't know. Right. Because there are a lot of stories that I see in the media, but maybe not on mainstream media. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of stories, you know, a lot of unanswered questions, Mm -hmm. a lot of cases of police brutality and racism. And that um, one bad apple, Mm-hmm. That still remains true. That still remains true. I also saw a sad story about a black queen that said a group of white men yelled racial slurs at her, sprayed her with some lighter fluid, and then set her on fire. And that's terrible. Story after story coming to light about people dealing with racism and not just subtle things, but like really evil acts. Two white men were arrested in Manchester, Connecticut after chasing down three black teenagers riding their bicycles and yelling racial slurs at them where the police tracked them down and charged them with racial intimidation. But my goodness, it's too much. Yeah, it's story after story after story. Every week we say we hope we don't have a story, then during the week something else happens. More than one case of that. Then we have all the Kearns out here and the Kyles calling the police for no reason, you know, blocking Mm -hmm. people from getting out of, parking spaces, blocking them from getting to their own home and their own neighborhood, and they're showing them keys, just everything, all the time. I'm glad you brought that up, because some people don't understand our universal use of the name Karen. Karen describes a white woman who will call the police on a black person for no legitimate reason. 
And as you said, we hear story after story about these parents out here. And what they do is intentionally use their perceived white privilege to get a black person in trouble or even put their lives in danger. You know, they, when we see the videos, they're very dramatic. Um, they all need Academy Awards, but I think they need to be charged. Mm. And in some cases, I believe they have been. But when they make these false police reports, there ought to be some consequence for that. If nothing else, for inconvenience in the person they call the police on. I definitely think it needs to be some kind of fine. It needs to be some kind. They need to hit them in the pockets with that because they continue to do that. Uh, I mean, every like you said, every week. I mean, mm. didn't you see the one? Or, um, you posted the one about the the lady, and, I mean, she was screaming and hollering. I think the guy was recording her. I don't know if he – if she cut him off. It was some kind of traffic oh, situation. Right. Right. And she just was irate and screaming and hollering. And then you're going to ruin my life. You're going to, well, you've seen all these people, uh, you know, several people uh, get fired or whatever, and you continuously do it. So that lets me know that, like you said, this has been going on a long time. The cameras just started capturing this. But and this one kind thing, of thing's been going on uh, a lot. And one thing about it, companies are trying to disassociate themselves with people who are getting caught. So, you know, you might have some water cooler conversations or you might hee-hee-ha-ha with the people on your job telling racist jokes. But if you get caught on video, guess what? Mm -hmm. They don't know you. You're out of there. Mm -hmm. Yep, you're you're done. And and sometimes they get, you know, people that are just going to record you and, and keep their cool. But then the incident in the little convenience store, the woman just kept messing with the black girl and she had to put them paws on her yeah some people don't have a lot of self-control but then you never know if they're at their tipping point either you know what i'm saying when you catch people on that day you don't know how much racism they've experienced you don't know the hardships they've experienced and so you might catch them wrong and so you're taking a chance in this climate to go up to somebody minding their own business and use the N-word or to exert some action of racism, you taking a big chance. Well, when a woman tell you, say it one more time, <laughs> don't. 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 You she know what? clearly said it multiple times. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Don't do it. There are clues. Like you said, that we'll give people to help them out, to warn them. Mm-hmm. You got one more time. You got one more time. Yeah. Don't. Don't That's it. <laughs> oh, I wish you would. I wish you would. I wish you would. <laughs> would. Don't do it. We need to come up with some kind of a whole bunch of vocabularies of don't do it. I mean, just those little. This is your warning. That's what it is. The warning phrases. Okay, listeners, I'm going to put up a post on social media, and you all help us out with our list of warning phrases. So we already said one of them is, what was it, Tarika? Don't do it. Don't say it. You got one more time. Yeah, that's it. I dare you. I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Oh, my goodness, yes, yes. Well, Tarika, we haven't had a chance to properly thank you this month, but for the month of June, 
We've been turned up celebrating five years of talking with T. We haven't repeated a show. I appreciate the dedication and the commitment and from the listeners. I've been getting a lot of feedback, and I appreciate that, you all. We're going to look for more opportunities for you to engage. And before we leave today, actually, I want to congratulate also Attorney Lakenya Middlebrook on her appointment to PARC. That's the Police Advisory and Review Committee. That committee is designed to strengthen the relationship between the police and the community by reviewing police action. So I'm hoping that here in our city that we don't have things escalate, you know, like we've seen in other places. I hope that we do have some oversight and that we start bridging the relationships because things do happen, you know, but hopefully we can all work together and make that better. But back to you, Tarika. Thank you so much for being a part of the Talking with T team and hanging in there with us with our usual tips from Tarika. We'll be looking forward to more of those as we continue to try to straddle is the best word I can use 2020. Because my goodness, this is this year. Well, I've heard about a dirt storm or some kind of storm. The Sahara dust storm. Okay, can you go? Well, what is that about? What is that about? Well, it's not new, but evidently it's a little more than normal. So if you can imagine if you have a respiratory issue or asthma or something like that, that it really just makes more difficulty in your breathing. Okay. You no, know, if you walk through a, like a softball field and you know all that dust is in the air, so evidently this dust storm is a little more intense than it normally would be. Mm. But, yeah, we got stuff hitting us from every side, honey. Mm-mm. <laughs> 2020 has showed out. And we're yes, we six has. months in. Are we six months in yet? We are. Ooh, we hold on, Lord. We hold on. <laughs> well, straddling, as you said. We're yeah. straddling. Straddling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll hold on a little longer, and that'll be it for this bit. And I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell her. And I won't tip around it. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions, 865-409-1170. We want to hear from you. Let your voice be heard on Talking With Tea. Do you have a point of view, a story to tell, or do you have some tea to spill? Give us a call. Again, that's our talk line, 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. Stay on top of things by subscribing to Talking With Tea Daily, our online scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With Tea, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With Tea. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, tea will end with a quote. Human progress is neither automatic nor inevitable. Every step toward the goal of justice requires sacrifice, suffering, and struggle. The tireless exertions and passionate concern of dedicated individuals. Martin Luther King Jr. Remember where you heard the word and keep being kind until next time. 
You've been listening to Talking With Tea.